happy day, Joy Starters. I'm going to be doing this podcast in parts, so I'm going to go ahead and start off and tell you that. I'm going to record a little bit, and then I'm going to pause, and I'm going to come back to you because I don't have a lot of time right now, but I wanted to capture this moment and how excited I am. So I am an hour away from speaking to the Jacksonville Jaguars, my very first NFL team. I've worked for 6.5 years to make this a reality, and I am nervous. I am excited. I am over the moon. I had a friend tell me some of the best advice. He said, go be you, Rachel. Go be you. You were made for this. And so as I prepare, I wanted to just capture this, and I wanted to start off this podcast by telling you to get your dreams off the shelf. You heard me a couple of weeks ago talk about your FOD. I don't know what it is, but pick it back up, examine it. Maybe it just wasn't the time. A no is not always a no. Well, it's a hard no in dating. (laughs) But other than that, maybe it's a just not right now. Maybe you needed more education, more experience. It wasn't the time. It wasn't the person. It wasn't the opportunity. And so I just want you to take that from me. If you could hear the, the excitement in my voice, I was telling my bonus baby, Leah, last night and her friends, they went and did a can drive, which by the way, Just side note, if you could clean out your cans and donate to a local food bank this year, that would be awesome. There is food insecurity all over. My church does it. This is a local food bank where I live that we did yesterday. If you can do that, clean it out and and also think about items that maybe they might need to go with some of the items that you donate. I don't know, just a little aside there. But I was telling her yesterday and her friends, and it was so cute. I said, I still get nervous. My mom, which I miss a lot today, miss her so much, especially on days like this. My dad and all my people, my Mr. May, all my people, grandmother. My mom would say, when you stop getting nervous, you've gotten too big for your britches. And I am not too big for my britches. And so I harness my nerves. I love that I get nervous. I feel like if I... We're just like, oh, the Jags. Mm, yeah, NFL, no biggie. And went out last night and, and slept in and didn't eat well and didn't take care of myself and all of those things, right, like that were irresponsible, didn't prepare, didn't take this seriously with reverence and respect. But yeah, man, like I don't want to be like that. I don't want to ever get like that. And my nerves, my respect for this opportunity keep me from going there. I'll never do that with a gig. I just, I got this, no biggie yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, it's all good. I don't do that. I have respect and reverence. And so I'm going to go be me. And I'm going to walk in there and I'm going to shine and I'm going to open my mouth and I'm going to let God speak whatever he wants to speak, even though it's not necessarily a, a talk on faith. As a faith-filled person, my preparation is that. I've been praying for the 73 total players, 14 of those are rookies. And this is very interesting to me. I've spoken at so many different places from prisons to high schools to K through five to colleges to corporations to churches to all over. But this one is so interesting because I'm speaking to a young man that's just out of college where I've spoken to a lot and somebody who's a 10-year-old grizzled vet. So I've been thinking about them. I've been praying for their families. I'm speaking to them right before they leave for their bye week. And I am the only thing that stands in the way between them and a plane, them and a car, them going home for a week and getting a break. And so my guy told me 
he said, that's a challenge. And I said, I love a challenge. I'm going to speak to that. I'm going to tell them I'm going to, what I say today will help you in your bye week help you in your relationships, help you in your soul care, help you with your boundaries. So I'm going to give you tools, right? And I'm so pumped about that. I love a challenge. And I hope you love a challenge too. Tell me no, and I'll find a way. May not be right now, but I'll, I'll find a way eventually. So I'm going to go get ready. And I am just, I wanted to come on. I wanted to record this moment so that when we listen back to this podcast in perpetuity, way, way, way f- long from here and ever how long I have on the planet, whether I have, uh, you know, 50 years left or if I have five days or five years, one day you'll listen back to this podcast and hear my voice, hear my excitement, hear my reverence, hear my respect for this opportunity. And you'll think, man, I need to take my things seriously and I need to keep dreaming and I need to push forward. And sometimes a no is just a not right now. So I am going to go forth and kill it. I am going to go forth and be who I was created to be. I'm going to walk in there. I'll tell you this much. I told somebody last night with an army of angels around me, I feel like my mom walking, got the check out from heaven and rented a little car walking beside me and my dad and all my people. And I'm going to go in there and kill it. I'm going to crush it for you all. I'm going to crush it for me. I'm going to crush it for the movement. I'm going to crush it for anybody who's ever had a dream that that hasn't come to pass yet. They're still praying on and believing for. So I love you guys. And I'm going to be back. And I'm going to tell you how it went in this same podcast. Bye, guys. And here I am, y'all, after the talk. It's now 6 p.m., a little later, closer to 7. And I'm driving home. I had to eat after the talk and stayed and visited with players and then I stayed and visited with the player engagement folks at the Jaguars and wow, just wow. Where do I even begin how amazing it was without, I'm very, very big on uh, privacy and, and the sac- sacredness, if you will, that happens inside of a meeting room. But I'll say this, we talked about boundaries. We talked to his entire team. 14 rookies, 73 total. So it was very new to me, again, having talked to, as I mentioned, a variety of people, not just college-aged men, um, a range of age of men. There were only the players in the room, not the, the coaches, which was really, really great in a lot of aspects because the players were able to open up in ways that they might not in front of a college deal where that's their coach, but that's not their boss. In the pros, it is their boss. So they opened up. We talked about boundaries, soul care, which is deeper than self-care. Hello. We talked about loving yourself, like deeply, profoundly loving yourself. We talked about relationships and women. And the whole time they talked, they shared, uh, they asked questions. "Mm -hmm." I, I talk about in the beginning of my talks, if you ever heard me speak, I say, listen, I come from a background where you can hoop, holler, clap, run around, mm -hmm, clap your hands, whatever it is. And so I give people, raise your hand, ask a question. I give people that opportunity to do that and share that willingness, that space at the beginning. I have found myself more these days being a facilitator and less a speaker. I'm a facilitator for change, a facilitator for growth. And knowing these players were about to leave and go out and face situations that they had not faced before, or maybe that they were a little bit dreading, or people being being around people or not being able to say no, or any of those things. It was really, really like empowering to me and incumbent upon me to pour into them and say boundaries are huge and people won't respect boundaries that you don't share and no is a full sentence no 
No, period. I would appreciate that, but I, I can't be there. No, that doesn't work with my off time. No, that I'm not interested in that business proposal at this time. No, I can't do that. I need to be with my kids. Whatever that looks like for them. And so I gave the talk. At the end, they, they, they were talking to me in between, but at the end, they asked questions and, and came up and got hugs and, and phone numbers and bracelets. And that's the coolest thing to me that now a whole entire NFL team most of them, I should say, have my changing the narrative bracelets with mental health on the other side. So if you're watching a Jags game and you see a black bracelet that says hashtag mental health or hashtag I'm changing the narrative. Yeah, they're mine. They're mine. And so just hearing for me, the greatest aspect of what I do is knowing that it touched somebody and getting to hug them, getting to hear from them, getting texts, Getting all of these things, this feedback from them, just let me know what I'm doing matters and what I'm doing whew, is important. And so now I'm on the way home. This is an in route to podcast this week. Now I'm on the way home. I will rest. Tonight, you'll hear this on Thursday, Toledo is hosting the Buffalo Bulls and they're hosting a mental health game. I was originally supposed to be there tonight, but couldn't be because of Jags, because the Jags talk. And I'm flying up there tomorrow. And you ask, why would you fly up there tomorrow after a mental health game? Afterwards, it's because... Dun, 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 dun. I've been waiting to share this. I'm changing the narrative. It's going to be featured on a CBS Courage on the Gridiron special. And it's an hour-long special leading into an NFL game. I believe it's the 12th of November. I will let everybody know that for sure ahead of time. But... Yeah, so we are going to be on national television all over the world, national television leading into an NFL game to talk about what I'm changing the narrative is done in Toledo and 70 plus other colleges and law enforcement and border patrol and corporations and high schools and K-5 and prison ministry and churches and wherever they'll have us, but particularly what happened has happened at Toledo and how we're changing the narrative on mental health with men, with football players, with people all across the globe. So I've been holding on to that information. Ah! Ah! <laughs> um, so it's been a crazy week. So I go from the Jags to flying up tomorrow. I'll be there tomorrow night. Tomorrow, the CBS crew is already there. They're capturing the footage, the helmet stickers, all of those things from the game. And, and then I will get there tomorrow night. But tomorrow, they'll interview two players and the coach and the AD. And then I will get there on Thursday and speak to the team again. Oh my gosh, love my Kings at Toledo. And then they will interview me for the special and then I'll fly home and I'll be home for about four days. And then I go to Alabama, Alabama. I love Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I became a godmama there. I started a Zumba class there. I worked through the second largest tornadic outbreak in the history of the United States, 2000, April 27, 2011. And I was able to ride the Red Cross truck and help people rebuild. And so I'm going back there to, I'm going back there to host a night of joy, a free night of joy where we're going to talk about the book and joy and peace and love and it's free and it's for families. So yeah, yeah, my people just been a little bit busy, just a little bit busy, but with amazing, like I, I'm like pinch myself. And somebody said to me on social media the other day, live in the dream. And I said, yeah, um, certainly living the dream. Um, in, in a lot of aspects, but what I want to share and what I want to end this segment of this podcast with is, um, <laughs> the hustle is sold separately. The passion is sold separately. 
the relentlessness, relentless joy, relentlessness is sold separately. If you knew all the no's and the not right now's and the no, not interested, no, I don't think you're fit, and all of those things have happened behind the scenes for me to get to where I am today. And as a matter of fact, I wasn't going to bring it up, but I did because so many organic things happened today in the talk with the Jags. And I said, y'all, just so you know, after six, seven years of doing, I'm changing there to 6.5 years. Seven years of I'm changing there to 6.5 years of dreaming of being in the NFL. This is my first NFL talk. And they cheered. They cheered. They clapped for me. So I just want you to know, if you're dreaming, if you're planning, that people on the outside are going to see the, the ooey-gooey fun parts of it. But they're not going to see the hustle and the heart sometimes and the relentlessness and the nose and the... And the sh- being shot down and all of those things. But that's okay. It's okay, King, Queen, Royal. That's okay. Just take it from me. Just one step at a time. Deep breathing. 626 breathing, as Lindsay Friesman says. 626. Appreciate. Be grateful. And as my friend Dr. Elka says, wiggle your toes. Be where your feet are. I told those NFL players that this week. I said, or today, I said, you're going home this week. And you're going to be, who has kids? And they talked about their kids. And I said... Be where your feet are. At the end of the day, you're going to remember, yeah, NFL career, yes, that's great. But at the end of the day, at the end of your life, you're going to remember the memories you made for your kids and the things that you passed on to them. So, yeah, take it from me. I love you guys. If you've been subscribed to this podcast for any amount of time, you know I coach. I talk about it. But maybe you're not in the place financially, emotionally, psychologically, time-wise, where you can undertake coaching right now, but you could take a course. Did you know you could go to rachelbarbeau.com and hit course and take the joy blueprint? Yes, the second time around that I taught the blueprint I recorded it and made it into a course. My amazing people behind the scenes, my marketing mavens, Kim and Abby, made it into a course for me that you can take. It's got a worksheet for each week. It's five weeks worth of lessons, and you can grab that today. You can start today and get on the joy train. Get on your best self train, rachelbarbeau.com. I'd love to see you there. Hello, Joy Starters. This is the third and final part of this podcast this week. I hope you I hope you like what I bring you. I have heard from so many of you that you do, but if you're new to us, this is not a typical podcast. This is not highly edited. I don't have a uh, $500 mic. I'm just kidding. I don't sit down in a studio. I give you my real, my raw, my honest, my in the moment, by my what's going on. I, I've listened to, I listen back to each of my podcasts and sometimes you'll hear different tones in my voices. I'm in different places. I'm very expressive. I, I wear my heart on my sleeve and I used to think that, I used to think that my sensitivity was a, dist- a detraction for me. It's actually my superpower. My sensitivity is my superpower. And yeah, I like to teach now, sometimes your vulnerability can be your superpower. And so this podcast today is, was in three parts, the pre, the post last night, and then today as I'm heading to Toledo to speak to them for the Courage on the Gridiron CBS special that we've been chosen for. And they're, 
they're outlining, they're highlighting six stories within this hour, and I'm the only female, minority female, that, that they're highlighting, and I, I take that very seriously. I know I, I do a lot of what I do for all the big girls and little girls in the room. You're never too old to chase your dreams or too young. A lot of you have daughters, wives, you are a woman, and you have dreams, and you have things that you put on the shelf maybe for, for different reasons, and I talked to a lot of women that say I don't know who I am outside of being a mother. Some men, women would say, I don't know who I am outside of being a CEO. Like that's my job is my life. For years, I identified as Rachel, the sportscaster. And here I am out teaching people and athletes that you're more than an athlete. And then I, I, I my root, my identity was rooted in, in being a sportscaster. And I was scared to leave when I retired in 2019. And so, yeah, I hope you like this because this is me. This is real. This is raw. This is unfiltered. I invite you into the story as it's happening. I, I don't, I make notes in, in a document of the things that I want to talk about. But then I, from there, I, I, I just let her rip. And in moments like these, where these amazing things are happening with speaking to the Jaguars yesterday and still getting messages and still getting follows and things are still happening there to now going to Toledo. They hosted the mental health game last night in conjunction with I'm changing the narrative, my movement. And then I speak to them tomorrow, do an interview. They're being interviewed today. It's all going into a special. And it's before an NFL game, worldwide coverage. It's just amazing to me. And I'm very, very honored. And I just wanted to invite you into the story. And as we've been talking about this season, faith, fitness, and audaciousness, um, yeah, I, I, a lot of this was born of being audacious, born of, of saying, hey, Yesterday, when I leave the Jags, just want to be bold and ask, when is the next time I could come back? You, you shared that you liked what I did and that you were happy with what I did. And when's the next time I could come back? That's being audacious. And, and I've been teaching you that faith, fitness, and audaciousness. And yeah, we've talked a lot about all of those things. One thing I'd say is start lifting weights. I don't care if you have to lift two pound weights, five pound weights, 10 pound weights. Start lifting weights. Get your protein in. Start lifting weights. Think about what you're eating. More whole foods than boxed dead foods. I eat them too. Uh, processed foods, whole, live, real foods, fruits and vegetables, grains, those things. And so faith, fit, fitness, and audaciousness and faith, man, I have to tell you because I invite you again into these podcasts and I invite you to see yourself in, 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 in my story. And yesterday... I just visualize and I ask the Jags players to visualize what they want this off week to look like. And if it doesn't, if it's not going that way, they can pause, they can edit, they can rewrite the story. And so yesterday I visualized walking into the Jags facility with an army of angels around me. I visualized my mom getting a hall pass from heaven because I, I do believe, and my friend Blake Anderson taught me this at Utah State when he lost his wife to cancer, his first wife. But he said, Rachel, the people say your, your loved one's always with you. And he said, if they're in heaven, I, I don't necessarily believe that. He said, I think they're so busy surrounding the throne saying, holy, 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 and praising God and enjoying heaven that they're not with you all the time. So I, that's always made me think. And so from then on out, I've always had this vision of my mom asking God for a hall pass to go down and visit her daughter and getting her little VW Bug, which is the car that she always wanted, a little convertible here on earth, and boop, 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 and she's down here. And so yesterday I visualized walking into that facility with an army of angels, with my mom, with my dad, with my Mr. May, with my sweet Taraya, young, my young neighbor. 
she was my neighbor, her granny was in Nashville, and she was 12 years old, and she took her life because of bullying. So many people, my grandmother, so many people I've lost that I just, I visualized them walking with me, and and it was really amazing. And and what was interesting about it, to be honest with you, is I had planned everything out. I was early. I was like, I'm going to be here at this time. This is great. That's all good. And I planned enough time, and uh, there was a fair yesterday right outside of the JAGS facility, and they had all these entrances blocked, and it put me behind the time. I was still early, but it still put me behind the time that I wanted to be there. And I was so, I was so nervous, and I was like, I mean, I was, I was, I was, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a few minutes later than I wanted to be there. And so in that moment, I was rushed, and I don't like being rushed. Nobody likes being rushed. In that moment, I was like, oh gosh. And then I remembered, breathe, breathe, breathe. And went in, and that's exactly what I did, used the restroom. And I have to make you laugh. Oh my gosh. Many people would never admit this. Never admit this. Never admit this. But I'm about to admit it to show you I'm real as the day is long and I, I can, I'm self-deprecating. How about that? So I go to the restroom. I start the presentation. These guys were amazing. They were just locked in, asking questions, all of that. Y'all, I finished the dang presentation and realized that my zipper was halfway down. <laughs> I mean, I can't call them back in and be like, did y'all see that? I can't call attention to it. I can't be like, hey, thank you for not staring at my crotch while I was talking, which nobody did. But yeah, my barn door was halfway open. And I have to just, just share it because it's hilarious. And yeah, and by the way, I'm on the way to the airport right now to go to Toledo. And I see somebody and say, says in loving memory of my mom. And it's got a red cardinal on their car. And the chances are that I would see that in this moment on that car to remind me my mom while I'm talking to my mom, to me, it's confirmation. You may think she's insane, but to me, it's confirmation. And and I, and I love that. I absolutely love that. I've got a story to finish out this three-part podcast this week to share with you about my mom since we've talked a little bit about her today and just missing her so much in these beautiful moments of, of my life and the things happening. But... Are you over laughing? <laughs> Have you ever been there? Oh my gosh. Let me just, let me just say it. Let me just go there. Have you ever left a presentation, big deal, whatever, and recognize you had a booger in your nose? Oh, <laughs> or that your barn door was open or you had a somehow wardrobe malfunction. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's happened to me. I was a runner for ESPN for their outdoor games in Columbus when I was climbing the ladder Recognized that I felt a, a wind <laughs> in my backside one time. My pants had ripped. My shorts had ripped and my butt cheek was hanging out. Hanging out. Hanging out. I, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. They had to tape it up with the tape. A woman they had taped it up with tape until I could get home and change pants. So I just had to add that. And I know a lot of people wouldn't add that. They tell you again, you've heard me say this a thousand times if you've listened to me or follow me. They would share just the highlights. They would never share with you that their first NFL talking gig that they did, their fly was halfway down. But I just, <laughs> I've giggled about it so hard. And uh, I thought you might need a giggle too, right? 
because we've all been there. But the story about my mom to close this out, fate, fitness, and audaciousness. And we're going into something different in the Joy Starters Club now. We've been doing the fate, fitness, and audaciousness, but our thought this month is savor. Savor. We've been asking people to do this and to do that and to do this and to do that and push and fitness and fed, da, 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 da. All the things. You get it from your journals. You get it from your motivation. You get it from your devotionals. You get it from your gym. You get it from your coach, your trainer, whatever it is. We've been pushing. And it's the end of the year. It's the holidays. Savor. Why don't you savor where you're at? Savor that you have a roof over your head. Savor that you have hot water. Savor there are people displaced in the Congo. Seven million people. There are, there are my gracious, what's going on in Palestine and Israel. Seems no answers, right? Like no right answers. So much hurt, so much pain. And so I'm asking you to savor what you have right now. The relationships that you have right now. The people that you love. The the roof over your head. The job that you have that somebody would, would die to have, right? And so in savoring, I will tell you a short story to end this podcast. This summer, I got to see my nephew that I hadn't seen in some time. And I, I helped to raise him when he was younger before he moved back to the Dominican Republic. Lived in Atlanta, helped to raise him the night he was born, in fact, and brought home. His parents were so exhausted. I got to stay up with him the first night he was born, feed him burp him. I mean, I was responsible for life. I was like, oh my gracious. His name is Jaden and he is my apple of my eye. I love him so much. And he is about to be 17 and so he's grown up and we are there with my bonus mom, which is my two brothers. We have same mom, different dads, their uh, stepmom, which has been like a mom. I call her mama, mama Nish. She's been there since before I was born. So my brother is there. He had left earlier, actually. So it's my it's my brother's dad, who is, again, like my dad. Been around my whole life. Daddy Brian, Mama Nish. And it's going to get confusing. But Mama Nish's son, from her first marriage, his son, his sons, right? So they're, they're younger, a little bit younger than Jaden and Jaden. And we're at a Mexican restaurant. And that moment, I'm just, it's so wonderful so wonderful to, to be with my family, to be with Jaden. We're together, we're savoring, 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 savor. And we're there and we're getting ready to leave and there's music playing overhead. And oh my gosh, y'all, it's faint. The music is faint. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is that? And, I'm, and I, as I mentioned, I'm missing my mom in this moment. We're savoring, we're around the table. My mother loved her uh, her grandson, Jaden, and yeah, I, I, I'm missing her. I'm savoring what we have, but I'm also missing my mom so profoundly in that moment. And I listen, and I, I, I just faintly hear it's turned down very low. Uh, it's song on the overhead in the Mexican restaurant. And y'all, it was wind beneath my wings. And to anybody else, Whatever. Wind Beneath My Wings. Oh, great song. Bette Midler sang it. Beaches. Yeah. But guys, gals, kings, queens, royals. That was my mommy and I's song. And that was the song that was played at her celebration service. And a celebration of life. My friend dressed in head to toe. Leopard. Because my mom loved leopard. Her name is Stephanie. And she sang that song at my mom's celebration of life. And so I was so blown away. I mean, I was just 
almost glued to my seat. Glued to my seat. And I was trying to compose myself and I didn't, I don't, I don't even remember if I even said it to the whole table or not or just kept it to myself and said, I'll, I'll share later. I think that's what I did. Just overcome. I was verklempt. And, and I kept the memory close to my heart. And I remember I even just grabbed the phone without and, and just recorded Jaden, my nephew, recorded him while he's talking. It's like a short little clip. And very faintly in the background, you can hear wind beneath my wings. And so I was so blown away by this sign, this sign, savor, sign, slow down the season, this sign from above. I was so blown away that I went and researched how many songs there are in the world. I wanted to see what were the odds that I would hear that song. And let me tell you what I found. I found out that there are between estimated, it's no way to know, estimated between 82 and 230 million songs in the world. So you just live this with me for a moment. One in 82 million. Okay. It could have been any song, any song in the entire world or what the chances of 230 million, over 200 million songs. Okay. According to different sources, the fact that I would hear the song that my mommy and I danced to that we danced to before she was the very end that was played in her celebration life that was our song that that would play overhead while I'm looking at the precious nephew where she's missing and we miss her so much but fate tells me that we'll see her again you can't tell me that was a sign you can't tell me that wasn't a sign it was a sign it was a gift and as I cry these happy tears on the way to the airport, as I'm exhausted with passion, as I, I said last night on social media or this morning, exhausted with passion, as I'm so grateful, as I'm so locked in during this time that is hectic and crazy and beautiful and all the things, but it's but I'm locked in and I'm, I'm savoring it. I just had to tell you that story because I want you to savor. I want you to slow down. I want you... And you say, I'm so busy. Yes, you can slow down in certain moments. You can. You can get up early. You can stay up late. You can take your lunch break and go sit outside. You can savor. You can. You can find those moments. And I just had to share that with you to end this podcast. I had to share those stories, that story, a couple of stories, but that particular story just to touch your heart and let you know that there are those moments in your life that I hope you savor, that you write down, that you, you tell your people, that you share, that live on far beyond you. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it on this episode of the Joy Starters Podcast. I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. Check out the new Joy Starters app. Yes, I have been working behind the scenes for months. I have a Joy Starters app, getting everybody moved over. We have an app. All you have to do is go to Joy Starters app, and you can try it out. You can try the Joy Starters Club out for 30 days free. Yes, free. F-R-E-E. Free. Get the text. Get freebies in the app. Get our community chat. And then later on, you'll get the choice of whether you want to stay with us or whether you want to go on your way. But we hope you decide to stay. I love you guys. I'm so thankful for you. And thank you for letting me be me in all my glory. Have a great day.